to I Love This Thing So Freaking Much, a podcast about passion. My name is Sophie Katz, and today I am joined by Galia, an exotic animal veterinarian who moonlights as a furry potato enthusiast. Welcome back to the show, Galia. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. Excellent. So here's how this works. Galia will have three minutes to talk about something that she loves. This can be a person, place, thing, concept, activity, anything she wants. Our only requirement is that she loves it wholeheartedly and wants to tell us why. Are you ready, Galia? I am. Good. Got my timer here. Now, what do you love so freaking much? I love guinea pigs. They are one of my favorite companion animals that I see in the clinic, but also I think they're a wonderful pet and they bring so much joy to my life. So I'm excited to talk about them today. I really, really enjoy them for many, many reasons. But one of the things that kind of brought me to the interest about guinea pigs is a video from Lucid Chart, which is a flowchart video where they kind of go through different silly things and come up with silly names. They have tons of different videos for different animals. But of course, the guinea pig one is the best. Um, and it's called Furry Potatoes. So I highly recommend you check that one out. But let's get into why I love guinea pigs so freaking much. First of all, they make the most adorable noises. Now, I'll tell you that sometimes it can be really difficult to figure out what exactly they're saying. And sometimes I can get some clues. But most of the time, it's a complete mystery. But the weaking sound, it's like a weak, weak, weak is the most adorable thing ever. And some of the other ones are also silly and cute, too. They're also super smart, even though you would think, oh, they're just a silly little rodent, which they are. They are really smart. They can detect different things and cues in the environment that you wouldn't even believe. For example, one of the guinea pigs that I used to have used to know when the fridge was open because the fridge is where the carrots live. And he would start screaming the moment the fridge opened. My guinea pigs that I have right now know that my alarm clock means breakfast. You may notice the hint here that they are very, very, very food motivated. So <laughs> anything that's related to food immediately piques their interest. They they also have all kinds of personalities. Some of them are really grumpy and will chatter at you like one of my patients that I saw yesterday. Just from touching him, he was just like, nope, don't want it. And then there are others that'll snuggle and cuddle and will sit and watch TV with you, which I think is wonderful. They come in different shapes and sizes and colors, but the most common you'll see in the pet store is the American short hair. They're very floofy, but they're not long haired. But they also have other breeds like teddies and rexes where their fur is kind of like a teddy bear. It's really short and kind of bristly, but really cute. Um, and then there's also longer haired guinea pigs like the one I have. Or I have two of them that are called Moncarias, but there are also others like Peruvian Silkies, Texels, and many, many more. I know I said before that they love to eat, and my piggies especially love salad, but they get hay all day long, which is their favorite part of their food. It's about 80% of their diet. They also get pellets, and they get lots and lots of other treats because they basically live to eat and sleep. In case you're interested about getting a guinea pig and what you want to know to take care of them, they need a lot of space, especially male guinea pigs. They tend to take up a lot more space and be more territorial far more than you would expect. Go ahead and finish your thought. Oh, for male guinea pigs, they need a lot more space, um, but make sure that you still have space for their hay and their food and all their little hides and stuff. That's awesome. Thank you for telling us about guinea pigs today. No problem. I hope you guys like them as much as I do. Oh, I mean, I, I certainly know that they're adorable. I love what you said about how guinea pigs, like their noises is a language and it's sometimes a challenge to figure out what they're trying to say to you. Can you talk a little more about that? 
Yeah, so different noises that they make, like certain like rumbling noises, can be interpreted as purring if they're being cuddled, but can also mean get the heck away. Of course, they can't really do anything to you. Their their teeth are not sharp. Mm. Um, their bites hurt, but you know, it's kind of difficult to assess what they mean. But oftentimes, they make it clear over the next couple of minutes, they'll either like headbutt you and like want pets, or they'll try and run away. So that's kind of the the puzzle. I bet you and your guinea pigs have a pretty good rapport after all this time. Oh, yeah. If I don't feed one of them first, he tells me off. <laughs> I bet that's the most adorable lecture ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lots of weeks and running around in their cage. Do you have any other funny stories from owning guinea pigs? Well, I told you about the one who tells me off. He's definitely bitten me before because I fed his brother first. Oh. Like I said, it doesn't really hurt that much. Well, they do this thing called popcorning, which is where they kind of jump up in the air when they're really happy. And so if they get their favorite treats, one of mine, um, his name is R-O-U-S or rodent of usual size instead of unusual size. Ah, I get it. He's a little baby. He's a little over a year and he'll just do like zips around his cage. It's a two level cage. And so he'll just like run up and down and just like bounce around and he's really happy. It's so cute. You mentioned that sometimes you get to treat guinea pigs in your job as a veterinarian. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, yeah, sure. So I actually see them a lot, far more than I would expect. Most common is definitely rabbits, but I would say guinea pigs are probably up there in the second. I see a lot of guinea pig wellnesses, but I also see tons of respiratory disease. It's a really common thing with them, especially when they come from the pet stores where they're not in the best situation. They're not really kept the most healthy and they're not doing a whole lot of care with their breeders. But also I see all kinds of other things, decreased appetite or GI stasis is a big one. If a guinea pig is not eating, that's an emergency. That's not what some people would think. You know, a dog that goes without eating for a day could be picky, but a guinea pig that goes without eating is an emergency. It's very abnormal. I see a couple of guinea pigs probably a day for that, which, you know, they will have a reason for it, but they don't always show us. And that's part of the puzzle too. So I think there's a lot more to learn from them, but it just takes some time and research and a lot of trial and error. On that note of things for guinea pig owners to keep an eye out for, like if they're not eating, that's a behavior to get checked out. Are there any other things to watch out for? Well, they um, they are prone to bladder stones, um, which can be really, really painful. So I see guinea pigs for pain while they're peeing, which is obviously not good. But I would say watch for hiding. That's the biggest thing because they tend to be very social. They like to come out of their hide and um, eat hay. If they're not eating or if they're just kind of being more reclusive or quiet or sleepy, that's not normal. An animal like a guinea pig is not going to show their pain or their sickness unless they can't suppress it anymore. And that's just the kind of pre-animal mentality. The instinct is that if I look weak, I get eaten in the wild. And it doesn't matter how many years that's been bred into them for captivity, those instincts live on. And so that's the thing to watch for is if they're looking abnormal, it could be that they've been sick for a while and not shown it. You mentioned that they're social animals. Does that mean they do really well with other guinea pigs? Oh, yes, absolutely. They should be housed with other guinea pigs. That's a big deal. So sometimes you can house a single guinea pig just by itself. But most of the time, we recommend at least two. And if you're going to house two males together, number one is a lot of space. But number two, it's often recommended to have them neutered because aggression comes from that especially. So we've gone over a couple of care tips for guinea pigs so far. I mentioned you need to have lots of space. It's good to give them a friend. Is there anything else that you would recommend to a first-time guinea pig owners? 
have lots and lots of hay. Most people don't realize that hay is part of their diet, but that is basically all that they eat. It's about 80% of the diet. So having hay is important. And then the second thing is vitamin C. Guinea pigs can't produce their own vitamin C, just like monkeys and people can't produce their own vitamin C. They need it to be supplemented in their diet. Otherwise, especially for young guinea pigs, they can either die or they can have severe illness. So it's really, really important that they get vitamin C daily in part of their diet as well. What kinds of foods would give them that? There's lots of them out there. A lot of the things that I feed them, like peppers, sometimes I'll feed green beans, lots of different fruits and veggies have vitamin C in them. Of course, like oranges is what you kind of come to mind with when you think about vitamin C. But in general, we don't want to give too much fruit because that can upset their GI tract. But they do actually make vitamin C supplements that are designed for guinea pigs, like little treats, their little hay treats that mine love. And they'll come out in the morning, every morning for their, their little vitamin C treat. That sounds adorable. It's the best. And oh, one more thing with um, regards to a funny story. So my guinea pigs, all of them stand on their bowls to ask for food, which they didn't actually learn until later, which I thought was adorable. I'm not sure where it came from because my first ever guinea pig did that. And I think it was he did it because he was blind and didn't really know where everything was. And that's how he figured out where his food was, was by standing on it. But my two new guinea pigs that I got after that first one had died, hadn't done it for weeks and weeks. And now they do it. So I'm wondering if either he taught them, who knows, Mm -hmm. um, who knows what happens afterwards, or if they're just that smart. Is there anything that you don't like about guinea pigs? And if so, how do you handle that? Honestly, I think the biggest thing is that they have a short lifespan, that they are difficult to detect illness. And they tend to, because they get sick and they get very sick when they're sick, they sometimes will give up in terms of like medical management. So that's something that I find is really, really challenging. And the way that I manage it the best is that I know that I've tried. I know that I've given them all the tools that I can. And then it's up to them. But it's the it's definitely the hardest thing. It's the most heartbreaking thing. Um, they live only five to eight years in captivity. So mm-hmm. that's not very long. It sounds like there's a lot of challenges involved with taking care of guinea pigs, but it's also a very rewarding relationship. Yes, absolutely. And with regards to small pets, they're one of the easier ones to take care of. I feel like most people go for hamsters because they're small and cute, but they tend to be the most aggressive animals that I see mm. in my exotics practice. I would far, far rather be bit by a snake than a hamster. Oh, wow. I've gotten far more bite wounds from them. Snakes don't really do much damage, the ones that I see. Of course, I don't see venomous ones. So that's part of the deal too. But, you know, do your research when you're looking into an animal. Make sure that you have everything that you need to meet all their needs. And then also get veterinary care. That's just my, you know, little plug to make sure that you keep them healthy. Galia, thank you so much for telling us about something you love today. No problem. It was my pleasure. I hope you guys like guinea pigs now more than you did before. (laughs) Definitely. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. If you'd like to learn more about guinea pigs, Galia gave us a few links to some great resources that you can find in our episode description. And if you have something you love so freaking much you want to tell me all about it, consider this your invitation to join the show. I Love This Thing So Freaking Much is a production of Through the Window Media. This episode was directed and edited by Sophie A. Katz. You can find us at Through the Window on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Tumblr. That is T-H-R-O-U, the window, at all the social media sites. Be good to yourself, be kind to each other, and you'll hear from us again soon.